Hey guys, just want to do a quick announcement before the show starts. We're excited to announce that we have a new sponsor to the show. Uh, it's fantasygo.com. Perry and I both just signed up as analysts, so you can actually hire us to set your lineup for fantasy football. Uh, it's super cheap, super easy to use. Uh, you go in, choose your favorite analyst, which is us, to set your lineup or just give you advice. If you don't want us to actually do it, we'll, we can message back and forth, give you our advice. You take what you want, leave what you don't. Uh, it gives you the chance to look or connect with your favorite analysts. And we're going to post links to our uh, profiles in the description of this video. So you can go straight to us and hire us. What's up? It's Alexander Madison running back from the Minnesota Vikings, and you're watching Clock Management. Hey guys, it's the 14th of October, 2019. I'm Justin, and as always, I'm joined by Perry. Hey, Justin, I was thinking we should commit the perfect crime. You steal my heart and I'll steal yours. <laughs> Everyone wins. Everyone wins. <laughs> you, you can't steal what's already been stolen, Perry. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube so you can win a Tyreek Hill jersey. I'm just getting blunt and to the point on that one. Um, also, you can catch our podcast everywhere else where you have podcast listening abilities. Everywhere. Uh, yeah. And if, you, and if you have a place and we're not there, you let us know. We'll get there. Absolutely. Uh, we also have all social medias. So you can follow us on there. We post links to our podcasts. So go do that. And I post funny memes occasionally. Yeah. Sometimes they're a little biased. Um, there's a lot of 49er stuff going on this weekend, Justin. What's up with that? <laughs> it, I was super stoked. I was excited. We we won our first. This was my for me the first real game we've had. Okay, all right. Well, I was like I was reading your Twitter, not Clock Management's Twitter. I, I don't have a Twitter, so I haven't seen any amazing Bronco stuff. I, I know, I know. So you must have been watching their games. I mean, they, they sh <laughs> hey, the Broncos shut out the Titans, man, 16 to zero. Yeah, no, they've looked pretty good last couple weeks. All right. All right. Thank you. No, we're not going to win any play. Like we're not going to the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> the Niners look really good. <laughs> yeah, I know. They surprised me this week. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, but so anyway, what's new with you, Perry? Oh, man. Sorry. Uh, other than distracting you. Yeah. Uh, uncontrollably. Uh, not much. Went and hung out with producer Sean this weekend. It was really fun. Um, back back in the garage, like I am, you know. Uh, I know it's not the beer night, but I am having a beer because I just felt like having a beer. And yeah. I'm having a night circus from Scuttlebutt Brewing. Uh, it's a coconut coffee ale. It's delicious. Yeah, so. I got jealous when you told me you're having a beer, so I went to get one. Uh, I did not have any beer to be had, so I made myself a gin and tonic. Okay. Well done. Well done. Way to pivot. Way to pivot. pivot. Just, just like pivot. our boy, just like our boy Russell Wilson. Did you hear about that story? No. Yeah. So the game-winning drive, mm -hmm. his comms went out in his helmet. Oh so, yeah. So he just called every play right there. Yeah. 
I mean, that's good because you remember the offensive coordinator said that his wife doesn't like the plays he calls. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, All right. But speaking of, you want to get us into uh, some news, Perry? Yeah, I do want to get us into some news. Uh, Not a lot of news to talk about, to be completely honest with you. Obviously, there were all the games. Uh, If you haven't, uh, if you didn't watch them, we had some good games this weekend. So, uh, including the one that just happened, Monday Night Football. That's why we're recording so late tonight because uh, we wanted to finish that game. That was a it was a good one. Came down to the last second, but um, yeah, I needed Aaron Rodgers to get uh, twelve more points than uh, MVS in that game to win in one league, and he got me eleven points more than MVS. Oh no, oh no. Um, okay, well, let's jump in. The biggest news of the weekend uh, is regarding tight end Will Disley for Seattle. Sad news, ruptured Achilles. He's out for the year, man. He's done for the year. Well, I mean, ruptured Achilles, that's serious. Yeah. I mean, even early next year could be in jeopardy for Will. I, I had a Will Disley uh, meme I was going to post, and then I decided, I was like, all right, maybe I shouldn't make a joke on this on, on the back yeah. of this guy's injury. Yeah. So I didn't, which well, is a you. rare moment for me. <laughs> uh fantasy implications uh it's a bummer because he was doing well uh luke wilson and jacob hollister will fit in i like luke wilson a little bit yeah i don't think i want him for yeah exactly you know i tight end is so ugly right now i mean if you're in a, a even a 12 team league and you just lost will disley your options might be really limited so Luke Wilson, uh, Chris at least. Herndon, probably your best option. He's just yeah. coming off that suspension. He's go. also rehabbing from an injury, so you got to take that in account. But if you're in a deep league, that's probably someone you could get. Yeah, or I mean, Hunter Henry, if he was able to fall to you, right? Like with him yeah. coming back from the injury, he's obviously going to be involved in that offense. So, yeah. Um, Benjamin Watson is expected to re-sign with the Patriots. A few weeks ago, we reported that he was cut by the Patriots after serving his uh, suspension. But with Matt Lacoste uh, and his little knee injury that he got, it's obvious he's probably going to miss a little bit of time. That's why they went and got Watson. I don't know if I'm worried about him in fantasy. The fact that they cut him doesn't mean that, I mean, that means it probably wasn't working out. I, it's kind of a, it's the Patriots. So you never know. They have a complicated offense, which is why they brought him back, I'm sure, because he's already familiar with it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, He might go out and score a touchdown. He might go out and not have a single target. So uh, I don't know if I want to play that game. Uh, Amari Cooper did leave the game uh, this weekend, but it looks like it's just a thigh bruise, which is great news for him. Um, I'm sure he'll be back for week seven. It's a bruise. Yeah, how bad of a bruise was that that he left the game? You know, who knows if it was him, right? It could have been the trainers being like, no, we're not not messing with this. Um, And then the last, excuse me, piece of news is Emmanuel Sanders. Currently, he left the game with one reception for zero yards uh, in that win uh, against Tennessee. Still no news on that yet. So it's something that you should pay attention to, considering this guy is coming back from a big injury. Uh, we should pay pay close attention. I'm sure an MRI is going to come out here probably tomorrow, uh, tomorrow being Tuesday. So we should and probably have news shortly after the show goes on, uh, gets uploaded. So and this makes me more bullish on my uh, Sutton call too. Yeah, I and you know I don't even think the Sutton call is like 
I don't know if bullish is like even the right term. It's a good call. Like flat out, Cortland Sutton looks good. If you're in a dynasty league, we're going to have a, a, a guest on on uh, Friday this week who is all about dynasty. And I'm sure he's, he's got a lot dynasty to say. guru. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a lot to say about Cortland Sutton. Uh, I like him a lot going forward. And I, even this year. Yeah, Cortland Sutton's startable in most leagues. So, um, Justin, news no one cares about. Oh, I've been waiting for this moment my entire day. You know, just I'm going to interrupt you one more time. You've <laughs> kind of you've kind of failed with this news nobody cares about because now I really want to hear it every week. Oh, yeah. Now I care. <laughs> right? It's the highlight. Uh, all right. So I'm going to continue with my uh, Twitter antics and uh, give you some 49er news. Okay. Uh, George Kittle does a Canadian accent on the sideline talking about how Jimmy G is a heartthrob during oh. the game. Oh, yeah, you bet your bud. <laughs> Those were his exact words. <laughs> uh, it's pretty awesome. Also, the Chargers, their stadium plays the Steelers' unofficial anthem in, oh. during the game. I heard about this, man. <laughs> man, what a slap in the face. I saw, I forgot who it was. I th think Keenan Allen, one of the Chargers players, was talking about how they're used to not having fans at the show, but the, or at the game, but this is a new low. <laughs> That's pretty bad, dude. I feel bad for the Chargers. Yeah. They had, like, I was in San Diego for two years. They had a really good fan base there. I just, yeah. I wish they could have stayed there. I had a few friends that, that were Charger fans. Uh, I'm in, they're at work, so I don't work with them anymore. People in the military move a lot. Uh, so I don't know if they still are Charger fans after the move. I know a lot of people early on were really upset and they're like, no, forget them. But then like the season last year started, started up and they found themselves cheering for the chargers. So, yeah. All right. Uh, also speaking of the chargers, Phillip rivers grabs a defensive player at the end of the game and was like yanking him. And then when he was asked about it after the game, he said, I was disappointed. The game was over. <laughs> it was so weird like if any player did that to a quarterback they probably wouldn't be playing the next week i know i he probably won't even receive a fine i know it was ridiculous yeah um and it's surprising i i hear he talks a lot of smack on the no, field he, he talks a ton of smack but does yeah. not curse does not yeah. curse yeah ever. and he's a really good dude off the field so yeah. it's just i don't know he he, He's I, just hyper-competitive. Really yeah, yeah. hyper-competitive. All right. Uh, Carlos Hyde said they can't effing stop us into the camera on live TV after he scores a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awesome. He said, I'm like, oh, my God, did he just say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. They couldn't, though. No, right? They couldn't. Yeah. And no Fs were given. No, uh, <laughs> no quacks, <laughs> no quacks were given on this show. Yeah. The, the Eagles linebacker, one of the Eagles linebackers said Kirk cousins was the weakest link before the game. Kirk cousins then threw 400 or 400. It seemed like 400, four touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, and he, this, uh, linebacker was asked about it repeatedly after the game. And he was just getting super annoyed. It's like, do you have any questions that aren't about Kirk cousins? <laughs> and then they're like, how do you feel about 
the Vikings offense throwing <laughs> four touchdowns. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't open your mouth like that and then get upset when you look like an idiot afterwards. That's what I, I was saying on our last episode. If I'm a defensive player, I'm not going to talk crap about a good player on the other team. I'm going to talk crap about their third string wide receiver. So I see I told you you want to have a catch. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good choose strategy. Some easy targets. Is that why you chose Tevin Coleman? Yeah, that's why me and TJ yelled it. TJ yelled it, yeah. Beef, yeah. Is that why you chose TJ? <laughs> Set the bar low. <laughs> All right. Uh, man, that was mean of you, Perry. Why? Why? You you saying TJ Yeldon is a low bar? I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> no, my fantasy analysis is that he is a low bar. There we go. I'm just doing my job. Okay. <laughs> Good call. I'm just doing my job. All right. That's all the news no one cares about. Now, before we get into the our actual segment, I'm going to go through some, some waiver wire madness. Yeah. Okay. I, I tried to hype that up a little bit. There's very little madness here. I'm sorry, guys. We need like that John Cena intro. <laughs> 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 Waiver wire madness. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Or, or the really air sorry. horn. I'm really sorry, everyone, for that. <laughs> the no, air don't, horn. Don't do the air horn. Don't. I'm not going to do it. It'll sound bad through here. Next yeah. Monday. God, we are. This is a scuffed show, man. We are way right. off task. That's what happens when we drink on our, our Tuesday <laughs> episode. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Waiver right, wire. So waiver wire. I'm going to cruise through some of these. Just tell me uh, whether you think they're worth picking up and and how deep of a league. Okay. Uh, how, how about we do, uh, like, fab budget out of 100? Okay. How, how much would There's you There's some of these guys who I think may be a zero. Uh, <laughs> Josh Allen. Josh Allen, $5. Yeah, I'm good with that if, you're at, if you need a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Latavius Murray. Uh, if I'm the Alvin Kamara owner, $15. If I'm not the Kamara owner, $10. Oh, okay. I'm lower. I, I agree with you if I'm the Kamara owner. If uh, if I'm not the Kamara owner, I'm probably doing five on him. Mm -hmm. uh, Crowder. $5. Oh, see, I, I'm, I'm at like eight. I'm yeah. like just above the five mark because I want to beat out those people with the five. I just don't like having players on bad teams. Yeah, I, I think if I'm in a 12-man team or 12-man league, that he's rosterable. Yeah, especially no, sure. with their quarterback coming back, or now that he's back, they look good. That's fair. You talked me into it. Eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Chase Edmonds. Uh, probably thirty dollars. Oh, nice. so I, I was, I was going to say twenty-five, and then I would be super upset when you beat me with thirty. Yeah, thirty bucks. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Dante yeah. Pettis. Sorry, Chase Edmonds, guys, is my number one waiver pickup. Yeah, I don't absolutely. Care, I don't care that David Johnson did so well. I mean, that's great, right? I own David Johnson in the league. But it, the Chase Edmonds did really well. And it's clear that if David Johnson goes down for any reason, Chase Edmonds is borderline RB1. Yeah, he so. is exactly like another player who I will mention here shortly. Uh, all right, moving on, though. Dante Pettis. One dollar. Yeah, I'm I'm at a zero. I mean, I, you're I taking that, him. I'll put okay. Yeah, <laughs> darn it. <laughs> One dollar. No refund. Yeah. Uh, Chris Herndon. I mean, no tight ends are awkward. Ten dollars. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I think I'm probably going seven, just like uh, he could be good. If, I told you if you need a tight end, get him. If, but also he could be good for a week and then he could be irrelevant. If I'm the, the Will Disley owner, 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, and then this is the player that I was talking about. Chase Edmonds is reminds me of like a ton. Alexander Madison. If I'm the Dalvin Cook owner, 30 bucks. If I'm not, 25. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, he shouldn't even be on this list. Yeah. Uh, he should have been owned weeks ago. You know, when we were talking about this before the show, I was like, I was like, we shouldn't be talking about him as a waiver pickup. He, we've been talking about him for weeks, right? He's already owned. On the ESPN leagues, he's owned in 15% of leagues. Yeah. That, that if you're the wrong. Dalvin Cook owner, then you are failing. You yeah, should have wrong. already owned him. You know what you should do is sign up for fantasygo.com and let me do it for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that little right. plug. Nice. <laughs> uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm fine with three or less. Could I bet? Could I bid a dime on Danny Dimes? <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if two quarter two quarterback league, that's different. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm gonna have one quarterback or a ball. super flex. Yeah, which yeah. is basically a two quarterback league. Yeah. Uh, Auden Tate, six bucks. See, I, don't I don't know. Hate, I don't hate Auden Tate. I don't, uh, especially because I don't like AJ Green. Even when he comes back, if he comes back, I know I'm big higher on AJ Green than you, so. Uh, I don't want Auden Tate. It's it's not that I want to start Auden Tate. It's more of, man, it could work out. And if I have a bench spot available, if I'm even considering picking up a wide receiver, right? I obviously I want to drop somebody. I think I'd roster him for a week or two and see how it worked out. Yeah, if I'm in a, if I'm in a 12 man league, I'm take. I'll, I'll put him on my bench. Sure. But I, I'm bidding like, probably two bucks. Okay, fair enough. That's probably a better choice. I'm going to do two more, which will be uh, 11 total. Uh, Daryl Henderson. I like Malcolm Brown more. Yeah, but he's on someone's team already. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Uh, $7. I don't I don't really like Daryl Henderson all that much. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm even going to... I would even bid on him. Uh, yeah. Just, like... Best, he's the third best running back there. Yeah, I mean they kind of have a weird, like committee thing where you don't really know exactly what's going to happen, just like San Francisco. But he's clearly the third best running back. They're, on the team, I think so. their situation's even worse because, like, it might you be. know, when Coleman is injured, he's he's injured, he's out. Yeah. But Gurley, he play, he's playing, he's injured one hundred percent of the time, and he's still playing. And San Francisco just has a better running game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, All right, and last one, uh, Kirk Cousins. One dollar or zero. I don't want Kirk Cousins. I don't care what he did this week. Oh, I don't know. I'm saying uh, I'm going to give it a three dollar if you're hurting for a quarterback. I would rather have Josh Allen, who we spoke about. Oh, me too. Like I said, five dollars for Allen, three for Kirk. I'd rather have Gardner Minshew. I'd rather have Kyle Allen. Oh, I don't know about Gardner. He looked bad. He finally looked like a rookie quarterback. Yeah, and Danny Dimes looked really bad this week, too, but we talked about him. So Yeah, yeah, I, I think it depends on the matchups. 
I um, just I'm not a believer in Kirk Cousins until he's got to put this together like four or five weeks in a row. Like I we, know he's done two, which is yeah. I mean, that's we'll that's the only reason why I'm saying three bucks. Like at two two games in, I'm like, all right, he's starting to return to form. They played Philadelphia this week, did they not? Uh, yes, 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 they yeah. did. So I that doesn't count in my book. He did he did what everybody else is doing to Philadelphia. So <laughs> I have a buddy who's uh. A huge Philadelphia fan, and he said the exact same thing. He's like, yeah. anybody could throw against Philadelphia. I it's could. The truth. Yeah, it's the <laughs> truth. I mean, it, it is. It's the truth. If you're streaming quarterbacks, guys, find out who's playing Philadelphia. Stream no, no, out. no. Find out who's playing Washington, then find out who's playing the Dolphins, or other way around. Dolphins, then Washington, then Philadelphia. Right? Yeah, no, I. That is some high-end fantasy analysis right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All uh, right. That's other waiver wire madness. Yeah, go go ahead and check that out, guys. If any of those guys are available and you need to fill a spot, I, I most of them are good pickups. Some of them are not. Do not pick up Dante Pettis. Okay. <laughs> I'm a 49er fan, and I'm telling you not to. Um, Justin, we're gonna play a game today uh, involving you. Uh, it's it's Love panic buttons. It's panic button moment, man. Week six is in the books. We're moving on to week seven. We're getting to the thick of the bye weeks. We're starting to think about fantasy playoffs. They're not that far off, man. We got to start planning for them. We got to start getting our handcuffs. We got to start looking at matchups. It's a big moment. So we got a lot of big name players here that we were expecting a lot from, or they have given us a lot. And now we're worried about their future. I want to know what your panic level is on each of these players from one to 10, 10 being the most panicked you've ever been in your whole life. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Juju Smith-Schuster, how panicked are you on Juju Smith-Schuster right now? Um, let's see. Juju, I would say I'm probably at like 10 being most panicked. I'm probably at like a 7. A 7 with Juju. Yeah. Why is uh, that? So Juju, uh, his his targets for the last four weeks mm-hmm. are 1, 7, 3, and 3. Like that's that's not even wide receiver three targets right there. Yeah. Um that it's just really bad. They've been spreading the ball out and throwing it short. Those are not two things that are beneficial for Juju Smith Schuster. Uh yeah. Yeah, go I, ahead. I was gonna say in a win this week, he had one reception for seven yards. Mm-hmm. In a win. Yeah. I mean, twenty four points were scored by the by the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he had one reception for seven yards. Yeah, it's been super beneficial for Connor, um, but not for Juju. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the panic's real. Uh, I would try and trade him. Definitely. I agree. 100%. Next player is Joe Mixon. Uh, Panic level on Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, I'm at about a five right now. That's higher Uh, than I expected. Yeah, so I've been... It, I've been uh, going back and obviously going back and forth on this, uh, but like I'm not super panicked on him. Uh, not enough to get him off my team or anything like that. Uh, I, I'm panicked as you know, because of where you drafted him. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm not out on him. He only had eight carries this week, but he had 19 the week before. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's a good amount of carries, the 19. Obviously, not the eight, but. Uh, he is going against the Baltimore D. They're great at stopping the run. So, I, you know, I'm not panicked on that week. It's just if you drafted him as your RB1, 
you're probably a little panicked. He's going to be an RB2 going forward, uh, in my opinion. You uh, Would you be looking to trade him, possibly? Uh, no, you're not going to get anything that you want for him. You're not going to get an RB1 for Joe Mixon or... Uh, I mean, may, I might be able, I might shop him for a couple of players we'll talk about uh, later. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, I, I would try and trade him for the next player we're going to talk about. Sure. I, I, I like to try and trade players for different positions than they play for. I think that's easier to do. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't want to do running back for running back trades. I kind of agree with that, to be completely yeah. honest. But uh, I will say that Joe Mixon does play Miami Week 16 which is the real fantasy football championship week. If your championship's week 17, uh, tweet oh, yeah. me. We need, to, we need to sort you out. Yeah, um, definitely. We should have covered that in the our beginners episode. We did not do that. I am sorry, everybody. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, not- so this is the player I'm telling you that to shop Mixon for. So my my... Uh, panic level here is a one really yeah he's fine he's talented he's healthy he he is looking good and his talent is going to prevail yeah Yeah, don't panic on him you know their offense looks good so the the targets are going to come his way just trust the process yeah i agree i mean he had nine nine receptions this week yeah the fact that he didn't get in the end zone is the only thing that makes you worry. But otherwise, um, if you're in a full point PPR league, he had 16 points this week, 16 and a half points. So, and touchdowns um, are almost never something I lo- a stat I look at uh, for like a, a his type of wide receiver because uh, they'll they'll come eventually. He's going to get touchdowns. They're hard to predict, uh, so you're not betting on those i look at like yardage receptions targets things like that yeah i uh <clears throat> i agree with you uh and another thing week 16 they play tampa bay uh which is a juicy juicy matchup for a wide receiver so as long as De- uh, Devonte, sorry um deandre hopkins stays healthy i think it's all gonna pan out he'll he'll finish really well so um let's go with all Browns wide receivers. Okay, so I, I kind of broke this down a little bit, but I also did it for the entire entity of them. The entity of them, I'm at an eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, panic mode. Um, if their name isn't Landry, be scared. Very, very scared. You like uh, You like Landry more than Odell, for sure? Yes, especially in PPR. Especially in PPR. Okay. So if you had Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry on your team, you would start Jarvis Landry. I would start Jarvis Landry and I'd be trying to trade Odell Beckham based off his name value. Okay. Fair enough. And there's still believers out there. He did have a hundred yard receiving game this week. I I understand that. And he, he had one earlier this season as well. Uh, but, I mean, we're at week six, so he's won you two weeks and lost you four. Sure, yeah. Uh, and they're going into a bye this week as well. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm quite as high on the panic mode. I don't think I'm at an eight. I think maybe I'm closer to like six and a half, uh, seven. But if I'm the Odell Beckham owner, I'm certainly not happy right now. And I'm certainly trying to figure out what the heck I can do to save my season. Um, it's just It's just so hard to know a player has that much talent. 
and is giving me that much trash because that's what he's giving you this yeah. season. It's, I mean, I think it has to do with, like we talked about before, their entire team from the coach, uh, the leadership. So the coach and the quarterback, uh, they're just not leaders, neither one of them. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's coming onto the field that there's no sense of like team. You got a yeah. bunch of very talented individuals out there. <clears throat> Hopefully this bye week helps sort it out. I will say that he has had a productive fantasy day when he gets double digit targets, but he's had games where he's getting like six, six targets. That's not, you can't go get a guy like Odell Beckham jr. And give him six targets. He's going to be, he's supposed to be the focal point of your passing game. And you're only going to throw to him six times. I, I totally agree with you. I don't think it's an Odell Beckham problem. I think it's a management problem. Yeah, I agree. I think Odell Beckham is extremely talented. Yeah. Uh, but I, unlike Hopkins, it's the offense that is the problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll go back to running back here. Devontae Freeman. I'm fine with Devontae Freeman. I, I'm at like a two. A two? Yeah. Even with, he always seems to like hit the uh, the injury report, though, which kind of yeah. uh, worries I mean, me. so if I'm the Devonta Freeman owner, I'm also the Edo Smith owner. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm fine with that. And if this is, uh, news to you and you're the Devonte Freeman owner, uh, Ito Smith is probably on waivers unless you're in a deeper league. Uh, so you could probably pick him up uh, and you should do that. And then your worry level will also drop to that too. <laughs> so go I, ahead and do that. Uh, I agree. Uh, obviously he had the two receiving touchdowns this week, which kind of saved his day. He was having an okay day going into that. Uh, I like him. I'm yeah, he okay. doesn't have I'm any okay. rushing TDs, though. No, he has no rushing touchdowns this season, which is yeah. kind of wild. Uh, but as a Matt Ryan owner, I'm okay with them just throwing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> um, I think I'm okay with uh, with him rest of season. But he's going to be on my avoid list going into next year. To to be completely honest with you, unless something dra- you know dramatically changes. Uh, with the second half here, he's going to be on my avoid list going into to 2020. Um, okay, next guy on the list here, Damian Williams, who was my panic button was being smashed going into the season. Yeah, yeah. So I I actually wrote down something about you talking about that before the season. Uh, my panic level on him is probably probably an eight as well, maybe a nine. Yeah. Uh, his attempts are rushing attempts last three games are one, nine, and nine. And there I, was a there were two games missed in between those two nines. Yeah. And then uh his uh one of those games where he had nine attempts, he had eight yards on nine attempts. Yeah. Like I'm terrified and I'm super happy you talked me out of him before the start of the season. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I uh Damien Williams just he doesn't have it, man. He might have it. He might have the talent, but he's not doesn't have the longevity. He obviously can't be a workhorse back. The fact that his his season high in carries is 13 carries for 26 yards, that's bad. That's bad. So Yeah, that's uh, like running back 18. Listen, if somebody and I'm not talking about the 18th running back, I'm talking about like the 18th squad of 12. Yeah. <laughs> I uh if anybody will give you anything for him, I'd take that. And if nobody gives you anything, drop him for somebody else. Go get Edo Smith. Even if you're not the Devontae Freeman owner, I would rather own Edo Smith. 
Ido Smith. Uh, what? Who were the other two we talked about? Alexander Madison. Well, Alexander uh, Madison's a, a given. Latavius yeah, Chase. Murray, Chase Edmonds. I would own all those guys over Damian Williams right now, even if I'm not the owner of their handcuff. I, I Damian yeah. Williams, for me, has no fantasy relevance going forward. Now that I've said that, he'll get three touchdowns next week. So congratulations. But to then him. he'll go back to being irrelevant. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe who I said who I was really It happens down on, on like week. a weekly Oof. basis. I messed up this week, though. Don't worry. Nick Chubb did great, too, but I still stand by my... I know you do. I sell high. All right, let's go on here to Austin Eckler. How are you feeling about Austin Eckler? This one's really hard. I'm at like a three. A three? Okay. Uh, Let me just... How do you feel about Melvin Gordon? Like a five. So you're more worried about Melvin Gordon than Austin Eckler. Explain. Explain for the listeners. I think I know why. Okay, so first of all, where did you draft Austin Eckler? Like uh, the waiver wire? No, prob- <laughs> yeah, uh, probably probably like eighth round or so. Oh man, or later even. Yeah, depending on the size of your league, but not like you got him super far back. He's already won you like done what more than you could expect for the you know first half of the season, uh, and you knew Melvin Gordon would be coming back. You just didn't know when. So right. he's done everything you could hope from him. And more now that Melvin Gordon's back because he's continued to stay relevant. No one expected or like hoped for that. They're like, all right, he'll get you through until Melvin Gordon comes back. Yeah. Now Melvin Gordon's back and he's still there. He's still getting passes. He's still getting on the field to get carries. Uh, and, and so I am not worried about him at all. He is doing more than what I expect him to do for where I drafted him and the role he, he was there to fill. Now, Melvin Gordon, on the other hand, I expected him to come back first week. I'm like, yeah, it's his first week back. Don't start him. He didn't touch the ball. Second week back. It's like, all right, still don't start him because this is first real week back. He touched the ball. It was not impressive. And now he's back and still not impressive. He still looks like he's trying to get back into the swing of things. So. I'm hoping he figures everything out. I'm not getting rid of him off my team, but I'm definitely getting more worried about him as time goes. I uh, I totally agree with you on Melvin Gordon. I think I'm a five or a six. I might even be even more worried about him, but uh, I am a little more worried about Austin Eckler um, if they keep trying to give Melvin Gordon the ball. I kind of want going just to. to. I just kind of want them to give up on Melvin Gordon, but they want to keep his value high for trade value. But the issue that I'm a little or with they the re- might uh, give Eckler the ball more uh, to try and keep Melvin Gordon to lowball him for uh, uh, a contract. Yeah, I the reason I'm a little more worried about Austin Eckler is just their schedule going forward. They play Tennessee, Chicago, Green Bay in the next three weeks. All solid defenses, all proven so far this year that they can play defense, especially that Chicago game. It scares me. So I think I'm probably more like a four uh, to four and a half on Austin Eckler. Um, but I totally agree with you on Melvin Gordon. Uh, I don't think he's startable right now. Uh, if you're starting Melvin Gordon, you're playing a dangerous game. So, uh, and you didn't, you got by without him so far. I, I think you try and get by without him right now. Yeah. The only, the only worry I think people have is that they got by without him with Austin Eckler tearing it up. Right. So, <laughs> Uh, that's a that's why I and if you notice, I think the Chargers 
appeared to be a much stronger team when Melvin Gordon wasn't there. I understand that they're two and four or whatever, right? So they haven't won a lot of games, but they were at least in games. They could have beat people. They looked good with Austin Eckler being the guy. And and now they look really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's move on here. A guy that I know you're not you're not big on, and that's Sony Michelle. Yeah, I am mortified. I a ten. A ten. Uh, yeah. I I disagree wholeheartedly. I, and I'll, I'm, I'll, I know you do. Because in one of our leagues, I dropped him and you picked him up. This is, wait, before, let me just say, the only reason I'm not a 10 on Sony Michelle is because he's going to get the ball a bunch, right? It's that Leonard Fournette argument from the start of the season where it's like he may be I super disagree. inefficient. He had 22 carries this week. This week, what? Yeah, he had 22 carries this week. What was it? The week before, the week before that, where he had like four? No, he had 16, 17, 9, 21, and 15. Yeah, and so it's the game script or the game plan of Bill Belichick I don't trust. Uh, he, You can't trust him with running backs, and it's been apparent because you look at his fantasy points, like, yeah, Fournette is inefficient, and they feed him the ball, uh, but they're always running the ball, and they're decent at running the ball. Like, he's not super efficient, but they're decent at it. Like Mich Sony Michelle is not, and he's like he is not good. He has not been fantasy like startable basically. Well, in in deeper leagues he has. I'll take that back. If you're in like a probably a ten man with a deep deeper uh, bench or a twelve man league, uh, he's startable as your flex. Uh, he's been putting up RB three numbers in those type of leagues. That's why. But, I, that's why I say he's not a ten. Yeah, but am, am where, I worried, where, am, am where I do you about, draft him? What do you want him for? I'm, I dropped him to pick up a backup running back for one of my other running backs. I drafted him off the waiver wire. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. But, but I guess my whole point is, Sony Michelle is not the guy. The reason that he's like a six is where I'd put him at, or maybe even a seven, is because I drafted him early, or, or whoever drafted him drafted him early. So they're expecting him to be a number two, basically running back. And he has not been that really, right? He's had a couple games where he got the points. They were super inefficient. But Sony Michelle, as long as he keeps getting the ball, you know, 15 to 20 times a game, if I had to, I'd start him. on a uh, One of my other guys had a bye week, a deeper league like you mentioned. It just a 10 for me is like, get him off my team. Get him away from me. Drop him. I don't and like and I have to say a 10 because I got him off of my team. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but that's in an eight-team league. That's, that, a, that's, that's true. a far different story than that a 12-team That is true. League. Yeah, if I was in a 12-man team, I'm probably not dropping him. I'm, I'm okay. definitely not dropping That's him. what I wanted you to say um, because our listeners might be in a 12-team league. and they're Yeah, like, oh, like I said, he's been up <laughs> RB3 numbers in those type of leagues. So you're not dropping an RB3 yes. in a league like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you have a smaller league, get him, get rid of him. Uh, and sure. the my panic is still a ten on him. I'm not happy about what's happened with him. I'm fuck, I'm mortified it's going to get worse. Because <laughs> you watch, like, like you said, he's super inefficient. And what happens if those carries decrease? Which I would not be surprised in a New England offense to happen at all. He's going to stay on my bench as long as those carries continue. If if next week he goes out there and they give him four carries, then yeah, I'm with you. I'm dropping him. But right now, considering he's on my bench, I'm fine. Like, that's fine. Yeah. 
I'll have, a, I'll have a running back sitting on my bench that's getting 20 carries a game. And if I need to throw him in there on a bye week, okay, that, that's fine. I'd rather have him in on a bye week getting 20 carries than Latavius Murray, who is on my bench right now also as a handcuff, getting four carries. So Yeah, I could see that. That's 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 my position yeah, on it. I dropped him to pick up Alexander Madison. So Fair. Totally fair. I would do the same thing. So, um, Okay, let's move on. Curtis Samuel, wide receiver for the Panthers. How do you feel about him? So my worry level on him is a zero. Like I'm not concerned about him at all. Uh, I think this is com- like completely expectation management. Uh, he gets six to seven targets almost every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he has about four catches. And then you can lightly sprinkle in a touchdown in there every few weeks. Uh, so that's what he's going to do uh, for you every like every week. I expect his yards to be under 50 yards. He's not a huge like uh, yards per reception receiver. Uh, so, I mean, that's just what it is for him. Yeah. I think you probably drafted him uh, with the intention of starting him in the 10 to 12 team league whether it be a wide receiver two or in a wide receiver three league, right? A lot of people are probably in that position. Um, So I would be a little concerned. I'm not saying a zero. I do want to see those targets go up. I I really do want to see those targets go up. He had the 113 target game, which was incredible. But I think closer to like eight to nine targets a game, and I would be be totally fine. I'd be really happy. He found the end zone this last week, too, so... He found the end zone twice on a rushing play once too. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I'd say I'm a two, right? Like I'm not freaking out, but I'm like, come on, just let's give him a few more targets. I think that would make me feel a little more comfortable. Yeah, I guess the that offense there is probably why you're worried so much. They're they're not yeah. what they were expected to be before the season. Sure. Uh, side note, what do you think about the rumors of a possible Cam Newton trade? Oh. Uh, I I don't think I don't know if I'm God, if I'm the Panthers I'm doing it because I've heard I've heard there's tons of interest in this yeah yeah from like they said like more than ten teams are trying to get involved so that that tells me they are going to get at you know probably multiple first round picks here I uh, man it's not crazy your 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 line of thinking isn't crazy because Kyle Allen has been serviceable. He's been yeah. good at times. But and that, Cam Newton is not the same player he was a couple years ago. He's yeah. had a few injuries. Uh, he's not going to come back and lead you to a Super Bowl. Uh, it's not going to happen. So if your goal is to win a Super Bowl, then I'm doing that trade. There's. I just think it's crazy. The set sounds crazy because there's very little, little precedence for this to ever happen. You know, to trade a high-profile quarterback, boom, like that. Like, yeah, I, that'd be wild. I want to see it happen. Don't get me wrong, but it'd yeah. be wild. Um, okay, <clears throat> let's move on here to Stefan Diggs slash Kirk Cousins, because apparently this is a little combo you wanted to talk about. Yeah, so someone asked about Diggs, and uh, I feel like Kirk Cousins has to be related to this conversation, uh, because the reason why Diggs has not been serviceable is Kirk Cousins. Uh, the I mean, the team the last two weeks has become much more balanced in their approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Diggs isn't going to have three touchdowns every game. No. 
Uh, so you can't expect that to happen. But I do expect them to get him more involved. Like they seem to be trying to please their two wide receivers who were upset. Uh, he's he's not going to like be a super reliable player. Uh, I feel like he's going to either give you wide receiver one numbers or he's going to give you wide receiver three numbers. So that's still an improvement from what they've had. So uh, So that's awesome. I'm sorry. What was your panic button number on uh, Diggs? Oh, on Diggs? I'm I'm so if you asked me before this week, it's probably around an eight. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm probably down to a six now. Okay. yeah, I think that's appropriate. I think that's that's pretty good. And then Kirk Cousins, panic button on Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, you should not zero because he shouldn't be on your team. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you're hurting for uh, a quarterback super bad in a deep league, uh, sure, go ahead and grab him. And I mean, you're desperate. So you I mean, Yeah. yeah, you're panicking as you pick him up. So. I mean, it's just that's what it is. Uh, there, there's a league where I'm in that situation where, for some reason, every, it's a one quarterback league, and every team except me has two. They drafted two quarterbacks, so. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think I, I don't want to own Kirk Cousins, obviously, but in the two quarterback league, oh man, I don't know. I want him. I want the dragon back, man. Kirk the dragon. I want him back, but I don't know if it's happening. Just got to believe, Perry. Believe in the dragon. I don't know. I don't know, man. Again, like I said earlier in the show, do it against a team that's not Philadelphia, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll okay. see next week. Josh Gordon. He's got a little bit of an injury. How worried are you about Josh Gordon? Uh, I get, I'm saying this is like, for me, probably a three. Uh, you're going to be disappointed with where you drafted him, most likely. Uh, but fret not. He's an okay flex play. So he's okay. going he's got wide receiver two upside. Uh, there's nothing really to be uh, scared of with him. It's just kind of your expectations of him. Uh, a lot of people are wanting to see Josh Gordon from a few years ago. Uh, or It's just not the offense. So I, I don't I don't think he's a player that he was a few years ago either. And he's and still he's still clearly a talented player. But yeah. And, and there I mean, no one on that team is Tom Brady's not the player he was a few years ago. He's not throwing Randy Moss, you know, yeah, that's, Randy Moss that's down fair, the field. But, so, gosh. Uh, I mean, that, that's, that's just not going to happen. So you're not going to get that those type of numbers from him. At some point, we're going to have to stop saying that Tom Brady is going downhill because, my goodness, he makes everybody else look so bad. Oh, he he's just <laughs> he's incredible. Uh, he, he's super accurate. Great quarterback. Great decision maker. Uh, but he he has lost arm strength. Oh, for sure. For sure. But he doesn't apparently doesn't need it. So because no, um, he can run so fast. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> my panic button is, or my panic level for Josh Gordon is probably like a one. I am not worried, actually. I yeah. really like Josh Gordon going forward. As long as he stays healthy, uh, I really like Josh Gordon going forward. Um, yeah, for sure. I think he's super talented. I actually, for Dynasty Leagues, I think Josh Gordon is going to be very good next year. But All right, last guy on the list. I already know where you're at with this one. I know exactly what you're going to say, but it's Keenan Allen. 
how, how panicked are you about Keenan Allen? Oh my gosh, a really bad team just doing so poorly. Keenan Allen. Is, can we go in the negatives on these? <laughs> um, I'm excited. You're excited <laughs> about Keenan Allen. Yeah, Wusa, everyone. He's fine. There's no problem with Keenan Allen. Uh, he's had a few weeks where he hasn't looked that great. Uh, but like the last two weeks, he, I mean, he played against one of the best uh, cornerbacks in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And then this last week, their whole team just did not look good. It wasn't yeah. him. He didn't yeah. do anything. Those weeks will happen. Yeah. So I fully expect him to return to having over 10 targets a game, uh, getting seven to eight receptions a game. And he's going to have over a hundred yard games, not every game, but he's going to have over a hundred yards in some games, which is fantastic. And some games he's going to have multiple touchdowns. So you can thank me later. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I'm a little, I'm not, I don't know if panic is the right word. I'm just tempering my expectations for the next two to three weeks. Same reason that we were talking about with the running backs and that de the defenses they're facing. That's Tennessee, Chicago, Green Bay, right? The next three weeks are sort of tough defenses. So I'm just tempering my expectations, but I'm not worried about Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's going to get his. Phillip Rivers is a good quarterback. Don't worry. If you have Keenan Allen, don't do anything with him, but start him. Just keep starting him. That's yeah. my advice on that. That's uh, that's the last guy that I had on my list here, Justin. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, just before we get out of here, I want to bring up uh, that we'll be having the guest on on Friday, uh, yeah. Samuel Wallace. So I'm uh, super excited about having him on. Great yeah. dude, like we talked about. Uh, he's super into dynasty, a dynasty guru. So, uh, send us some dynasty questions if you, uh, yeah. have any, and we'll make sure that we bring those up to him. Uh, so that way he can, he can address them. Yeah. Uh, Kurt, or he's the, uh, he's the gentleman that won our first giveaway. Yeah. So, uh, he's proof that we actually do giveaways. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, said he's got it hanging up, uh, in, in his house right now. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I just talked to him this morning, so that's awesome. I, I hope he's got it up behind him during the the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, guys. Send us questions. Uh, I want to give a big thank you to everybody that's been uh, leaving comments on our YouTube videos, um, sending us messages on Twitter, asking us questions about who to start, who to sit, who to trade. That's awesome. We want more of that. I like literally I want so many that I can't even answer them all like bombard yeah. me. And then uh, last thing, please go check out fantasygo.com. Find Justin and I, uh, you pick which one of us do you want to look at the lineup. Uh, I guarantee you if it's a tough one, Justin will ask me or I'll ask him. So you might even get us both if you pick one of us. So I'm go sure. check us out. Fantasygo.com. Everybody else uh, have a great night and a great week. And we'll talk to you uh, before next week's games. <laughs>